0: It is June 1, the first day of winter. It's also World Milk Day. It's also Moving Day for the dairy industry. Of course, we used to call it Gypsy Day. Can't do that anymore. It's politically uh, incorrect. So let's forget about that one. And uh, welcome on to the country, Richard McIntyre, Federated Farmers uh, Dairy Chair. Big day, Richard, for the dairy industry.
1: Oh, it is, Jamie. Happy World M- Milk Day and good after that.
0: Yeah, so what does World Milk Day mean for the New Zealand dairy industry? Because I think this was established by the Food and Agriculture Organisation of the United Nations to recognise the importance of milk as a global food. And it is a very important food source for billions of people around the planet.
1: Yeah, look, it's a great chance to acknowledge um, the nutritious, healthy product that we produce to feed um, well, New Zealand 100 100- over 100 million people. So it, it went obviously the people that um, people that put a lot of effort in each day to produce it.
0: Yes, but how big is our carbon footprint producing it, Richard?
1: Well, Jamie, we are the most efficient, as you know, um, producers of milk and meat um, in the world.
0: We don't always get credit for that, though.
1: No, we don't, we don't. But we're a little bit like the All Blacks, though. We're the best in the world, but we have to, in, in order to um, maintain that position, we've got to continue to get better.
0: Uh, moving day. We don't see the movement that we're used to when the dairy boom was on.
1: No, no, there's not not quite as much movement down south, you know, suddenly as there was, and it's probably a little less overt. Um, you know, it's not, not a bunch of tractors and, um, and you know, big trailers you know, carrying all of the, the farm implements, et cetera, from farm to farm, like we used to see, um, but there's still plenty going
0: on. Well, this week, uh, obviously yesterday, today, and probably for the remainder of this week stock trucks, moving trucks, machinery on the road, even herds. Does anyone drive the herd along the road anymore?
1: There's the odd person, um, but the farm needs to be pretty close that they're moving to in order for it to work and the councils tend to have um, um, some pretty strict stock driving regulations that need to be adhered to as well, so it's certainly not as common.
0: So the industry, Richard, would I I guess ask of New Zealanders over the next day or two uh, to to be a bit patient if you see some of the stuff on the road because it's only once a year and that's when uh, farmers and share milkers change farms and change jobs.
1: Yeah, definitely. Look, well, it's a very, um, very busy and, and stressful time for everyone that's moving, and um, and so yeah, any any patience uh, that we can be shown would be much appreciated.
0: Has Federated Farmers, while I've got you, got an official po- po- position? Spit it out, position on a proposed or rumoured fertiliser tax? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or am I talking really to the wrong person here?
1: We, um, you know, we, we're not in favour of a tax. Um, you know, we, we're certainly very committed to the idea of reducing our carbon footprint or emissions in general. Um, but the idea of a tax just doesn't make very much sense at this point, especially with um, on-farm inflation as high as it is and, and also with food costs as high as they are. We don't see any benefit to it.
0: Finally, how are things going in the Manawatu region? You have obviously dried off, looking forward uh, to a bit of a break before the new season starts.
1: Yeah, well, personally, we actually calve twice a year, so we milk through the winter. So, um, unfortunately, we we're only drying off a few spring cows at the moment and um, preparing to milk right through the winter. But look, it's been a it's been a challenging season, certainly not as challenging as some of the um, other regions. But um, yeah, on, on balance, it's worked out reasonably well. Very wet winter last year and a wet spring with a, a late balance date, um, but then not too bad a summer. From a, so li- yeah, sorry. A reasonable space.
0: From a lifestyle point of view, milking all, re- all year round must be a real challenge, not only for you, but also for your staff. I mean, I think if I was a dairy farmer because I'm lazy and don't like getting out of bed too early, Richard, I'd probably just go once a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, there, there are plenty of times that I are saying, oh, gee, please, are we, are we in the right system in terms of milking through the winter? But, but at the same time, it helps to balance out the hours for staff. Um, in terms of, we don't have the, the big peaks in the spring and we don't have the dry period where there's not a huge amount to do. So, the staff get to do very consistent hours and we have a, a, a nice, consistent um, five on, two off roster, which works pretty well. Um, but the you know, other side of it is it is managerial reasonably intense um, having a calf twice a year and obviously um, go through mating twice a year as well. But, you know, on balance, it seems to work quite well, especially for our soil type and climate.
0: Well, good on you. As if you weren't busy enough doing that, uh, you're the Fed's dairy chair and Rowena just told me this morning that the, your deputy chair is one Tyler Langford, who, correct me if I'm wrong, is the wife of Wayne Langford, your president, the old YOLO farmer. Those Langfords must never be home.
1: Yeah, you know, we're certainly delighted to have, have Tyler as our as deputy chair. She has a huge amount of value and... Um, You know, it is strongly rumoured that she's the brands behind the the Lankford family. So I'm
0: hearing that. I'm hearing that. But he's a good front man for feds. Hey, Richard McIntyre, thanks for some of your time on World Milk Day and moving day for the dairy industry. Good luck to all you farmers and share milkers out there who are changing farms and jobs. Thanks for your time. Hey, thanks you,
1: Jamie. Great to talk.